0: It this, this, this is the OAC rainbow. Right
1: What's up, y'all? You know I had to come in here because it's my
0: family.
2: I really use them as a template, as a model for how I would advance forward in the music industry.
3: Real talk with real people about real topics. And then they turn
4: around and talk about those some d's on that, bitch. This is WOAC Radio.
1: But I just met this bitch with a big ass and no legs, (laughs) and I love her. (laughs) How how big is the ass?
5: Power by OAC Entertainment
6: Incorporated. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you guys very very much
1: you know what he's no longer part of original album
6: all right welcome
7: welcome welcome to another episode of woac radio thank you so much for joining us of course part of the original album club on clubhouse i go by the name of page b and it is another week and happy to be here of course with the gang you know quez ej b fellas how y'all doing on this very very cold wednesday bro
3: um, I, I was happy until you said all of that and didn't mention that it's officially airy season. But, you know, it's airy season, so I'm happy.
7: Yes, it is airy season. Yes, EJ's birthday is coming up, ladies and gentlemen. He'll finally turn 10. Double digits.
0: And anyway, a
7: quarter. And a quarter, okay. Beats, Quez, y'all, what y'all doing? What's going on? Y'all all right?
4: Hey, hey. It's great. Rain, shine, whatever. This show puts a smile on my face whenever I hear and then they said throw some d's on that
7: bitch <laughs> oh
0: my
4: <I>
7: god <laughs> man shout out to our man greg from switch for that uh for that part for sure and then of course quez back from uh, his vegas vacation what's going
1: on what's happening yes i'm back from my vegas getaway and i am working my ass off i am in chicago Prepping for this tour and everything is everything, my beautiful people. I'm happy to be here.
8: All right, and then
7: of course, we got Kevin over here as well. Just came in. I don't know if Kevin can come off mic real quick, but I just want to see how you doing, bro. I'm cool, I'm cool. What's going on, everybody? All right, all right. So we, we have
4: finally get right? an intro from Kev.
7: Kev, hey, everybody. I'm for that. I'm gonna for that. Anyway. <laughs> And all right, so we might as well not waste any more time. We have a tap show uh, going on today, but we're gonna try and keep it as you know manageable as possible. Because last time we spoke for three hours and I'm not trying to do that again, uh, because my voice is war. Um But let's go ahead, We, as we started, we played some music to get us started. Uh, we have uh, one song that is somewhat new, but it is slowly starting to rise in the charts. Uh, it's joint by an artist by the name of LaVelle, and the song is called Fell in Love, and it features Anthony Hamilton, so it's definitely one of our favorites here. And then also, we do have some brand new music uh from our girl brandy and her daughter sarai yeah the very first collaboration together uh that song is called nothing without you and is actually featured in uh disney plus's remake of cheaper by the dozen starring gabrielle union and zach braff that is currently streaming on disney plus Uh, great collaboration between mother and daughter so let's go ahead and get into the music this is w-o-a-c radio <laughs>
0: Rehearsing all the words I would say. Love, the weather was almost as pretty as you. Love, I was nervous, but still I had to get it out. Hey girl, here goes. Gotta let you know that it's a. To my surprise, she said that's how I feel And then that's when the earth still still When we fell in love That's when my life found purpose When we fell in love I knew that I was done with searching
1: Can't believe I found love that's oh so real. Love. I saw an angel the other day,
9: resemble you. Love. I was sure that
0: love had come around,
4: Listening to WOAC Radio. I'll see you soon.
9: Face it.
8: No ceiling, we speak the truth, no hard feelings. We ride hard for each other. Breaking bread, extra butter. We fitting perfect together. From here, it only gets better.
7: Right, this is WOAC Radio, and you just heard brand new music from Brandy featuring her very own daughter, Sarai. That one is called Nothing Without You, featured in the Disney Plus remake of Cheaper by the Dozen, which is highly recommended, so make sure you check it out. I'm about to watch that after uh, this recording, as a matter of fact. And then before that, you heard uh, Lavelle and Anthony Hamilton with When We Fell in Love. I understand, Quez, that, you know, you definitely know this person, Lavelle, um, definitely one of our favorite rising artists. Uh, My boss actually interviewed him uh, for the radio station a while back ago, too. So, man, shout out to Lavelle.
1: Yeah, Lavelle's good people. Uh, Initially, he was signed to Eric Nolan Grant, who is uh, the third member of the OJs. He was signed to his label at first, Boy Wonder Records. He left there and then went over to um, JD Entertainment with Joe Douglas, joe douglas was my business partner and also frankie beverly and his manager um and he's had great success since then he's had a couple other singles that have reached the top 50 of adult r&b contemporary and this one is his biggest one right now coming in at number 10 on the adult contemporary charts and on the r&b charts r&b radio airplay charts he's number 22 with anthony hamilton so he's doing good
7: yeah absolutely shout out to laville All right. Now, of course, we always start our show with the tour roundup. And, of course, Anthony Hamilton is currently on tour. But more on that in just a second. Uh, But first, of course, let's talk about the culture tour. Still rolling on with new edition featuring uh, Charlie Wilson and Jodeci. And I believe they just made a stop in Philly, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the other night.
1: No, no, no. They've been away from Philly almost two weeks. Uh, This past weekend, they were on the West Coast. They just did Oakland-
6: Vegas, Ah,
1: and Los Angeles. Uh, That was this weekend. And starting tomorrow, they are in Texas. So they're on their Texas run this week. They're doing Dallas, Houston, um, Oklahoma City, and Shreveport, Louisiana this weekend. So if you're going to be in any one of those cities, make sure you check out the Culture Tour featuring New Edition, Charlie Wilson, and Jodeci. You don't want to miss it. Be there on time. Catch all these legends, do they think.
9: Yeah,
7: for sure. And uh, tomorrow they'll actually be in Fort Worth. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to them doing their thing. I actually saw, like, some recent video on a a new edition fan page. A couple of members of uh, Voice to Men actually uh, stopped by, you know, saw them, you know, chopped it up with Mike. Uh, Had footage of uh, Wanye hanging out backstage. And also uh, Mike, Michael McCraeery uh made uh made an appearance as well backstage you know chopping up nice to see him uh it's been a minute so and uh also saw like radio yesterday of mike and Wanye kind of hugging it out so that that was very refreshing to see for sure the
1: the vegas show was star studded uh our favorite he's now y'all pop too not just mine uh eddie lavert was there in vegas as well as judge greg mathis And as well as Snoop Dogg and his wife, Shantae, they were all at the Vegas show. So Vegas was tight. I was trying to get over there uh, because I had my own show in Vegas. I was trying to rip myself over there to get over there in time. But I didn't get over there in time. But Vegas was star-studded. Make sure you check them out this week, y'all.
7: Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, uh, she's continuing her tour, uh, the Hotels Tour. And uh, I believe uh, tonight she'll actually be uh, on the West Coast. Actually, tonight she'll be in Cleveland uh, in the Midwest, and then she's going to be, on Friday, she'll be in Detroit, too. So, and then, um, of course, you know, hitting the more of, like, the central area, but apparently, Quez, you're saying that you've been hearing, like, some complaints uh, in regards to uh, the shows that she had to cancel due to COVID. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, so because she canceled during, because of COVID, she's rescheduled some of these dates, but some of these dates are impossible to reschedule um, because there's a lot of things that go into it, venue availability and uh, radius clauses, all that kind of stuff. So there's some people in Nashville and New Orleans specifically that are upset about them, their dates not being rescheduled, um, but that's just the nature of the game. So it's a few people upset. It's been some social media grumblings, but um, Definitely catch if you can in one of those surrounding cities. And uh, she'll be at the Essence Fest this year, too. So, yeah.
7: Yes, yes. She'll be at the Essence Festival. And she'll be at Lollapalooza as well. So, you still, you know, hey, if you don't mind traveling, definitely make sure you check her out. And then, of course, you know, as we mentioned, the night tour uh, is still going on strong with Maxwell, Anthony Hamilton, and Joe. Um, I've been hearing nothing but Ray reviews in regards to that as well. So, definitely excited about that and seeing, you know. I actually seen the videos, you know Maxwell doing his thing. Apparently, he has Megan the Stallion knees, so that was pretty dope.
1: Hello. Yeah. That was a very that was a very suspect video. That was a very suspect video. Like, ugh, I don't want to know. Yeah, I didn't see
4: it, but I I don't don't want to know. That wasn't actually a suspect video. That was a This Is Who I Am video.
7: Yeah, he was just grooving. He was just
1: feeling the groove. That's all. <laughs> that was that was not just grooving when you're an M-E-N, not a W-O-M-A. Oh
7: Jesus Christ, Kevin. <laughs> Man, are we still excited that Kevin came on time? Or not?
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are.
7: I'm, 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 I'm
1: elated now.
7: Yes, for sure. For sure. All right, so, uh, of course, uh, tonight they're actually making the stop in St. Louis, Missouri, and then they're heading to Memphis, Birmingham, uh, Louisville, Brooklyn, and so on and so forth. So, definitely make sure you're on the lookout for that. Um, also, festival announcements. There are quite a few festivals uh, that are happening because, you know, it is Festival season, you know, the weather is breaking somewhat, so of course, time for all these festivals to roll around. Uh, first off, of course, the Dreamville Festival, which I'm sure EJ is pretty excited about.
1: Yeah, he's very excited about that. We, we get that the ball, but <laughs> we had to get him a Dreamville. That is EJ's, uh, EJ is going to be living his best life during that time. Uh, yeah, that's April 2nd and April 3rd in North Carolina. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. It is star-studded. It is a complete overload of today's music. So make sure you get your tickets, y'all. Dreamville Fest.
7: Yes, and make sure that, you know, Quez gets paid because his artist is on there. Hey, just hey, paying. I got all my <laughs> money
1: up front. We already got paid without performing, okay? I got all my money up front, so it don't matter.
7: <laughs> got you, got you. But, of course, you know, Dreamville, that's J. Cole's uh, festival. And, of course, he's going to be on there. Ari Lennox, of course, is going to be out on there. Earth Gang and also several other artists. Uh, T-Pain, Moneybag Yo, Wale uh Kid, Moray, uh Kelani Little Baby and many 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 more. So you make sure you go ahead and check it out. Another festival, uh Mary J Blige. Yeah, she's having her very own festival as well, which I'm very excited about. Uh so tell us a little bit about that.
1: Uh so Mary curated her own festival um it's called the strength of a woman festival in atlanta georgia it is mother's day weekend saturday and sunday of mother's day um uh, which is may 6th and may 7th uh it will feature mary j Blige, shaka khan ella may, and quite a few other people as well like the city girls and escape make sure you check that oh well i can't even say make sure you check that out it's completely sold out um so <laughs> if you didn't get a chance to buy tickets uh hopefully you'll get to next year. Mary said she's gonna do this every year now, um, Mother's Day weekend, and not sure if it's gonna be in Atlanta every year, but she's gonna have the festival every year. So make sure you guys check that out. It's Mary in partnership with Pepsi and Live Nation Urban for the Strength of a Woman Festival.
7: And speaking of Mary, if you can't make it to the Strength of a Woman Festival, no worries, because she will also be a part of the Soul Beach Music Festival and that is happening May 25th through the 30th and that is happening I believe in Aruba so that's going to be very interesting and she's actually headlining uh, Saturday night and of course a new edition will be out there uh, headlining Sunday and then Friday uh, we have headliner Mike Epps so definitely looking forward to seeing that if you're looking to go ahead and Make use of that uh, passport. Go ahead and check it out. The Soul Beach Music Festival in the beautiful island of Aruba. Excited it's about the re-
1: that. It's the return. We haven't had the Soul Beach Music Festival in over ten years, so it should be wow. it should be great. And there's some. There'll be more artist announcements for Soul Beach coming next week um, because they are still trying to curate that lineup. So make sure y'all tap in.
7: Absolutely, and of course, speaking of returns, uh, also this year will mark the return of the Essence Festival of Culture. You know, the past two years uh, they've held it virtually due to COVID nineteen, but now they are back in person in the Big Easy, Quez's hometown, New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, it's going to be jam packed. Um, Of course, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, as we mentioned before, uh, she will be one of the headline. Well, she will be one of the performers. Uh, On the show, as far as headliners go, of course it kicks off uh, June 30th with Kevin Hart as a headliner, and then on uh, July 1st we'll have Nicki Minaj. On uh, July 2nd it will be Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson doing a lot of these festivals too. I ain't mad. And then of course uh, New Edition serving as the headliner for Sunday. It will also feature additional performances from, uh, as I mentioned, Jasmine Sullivan, The Roots and Friends, Summer Walker, the Isley Brothers, DJ D-Nice, and many, many more. So, Quetz, are you going to uh, Essence Fest this year? I'm I, have, you are.
1: I have never missed the Essence Fest, ever. Um, I do Essence every year. I'm so excited that Essence is back. This is the festival where I make all of my money. I come home with a lot, a lot, a lot of money after Essence. So I'm very excited to get Essence back. It's also a family reunion for a lot of us because a lot of us that work in the industry and we're friends and family, we don't get to see each other a lot, a lot because we're all working and we're all in different places. And a lot of us will be together during this one weekend. And it's not just the, the concerts. It's all day events that happen. It's the empowerment stuff at the convention center. It's the meet and greet stuff at the convention center. And we're all together and we all get to hang out. Like this will be the first time that like new Edition and Isley's get to hang out uh, because we're both touring, uh, doing various different things and we don't get to see each other. Uh, as, As well as some of the other artists that will be announced later, like SWV and some of the others, we don't get to see each other all the time so this it's like a family reunion so we're all excited that it's back
7: yeah uh one of our listeners uh in the audience is definitely looking forward to you mentioning swb being out there so yep yes they're gonna be out there too um so yeah definitely looking forward to seeing you know the highlights of that because you know a sister's poor and i can't go uh but it's all good and uh also nice to see you know janet jackson out and about she's doing some heavy festivals like this season because you know she's mostly in london but she'll be out here for a minute you know with essence fest and the uh cincinnati music festival um and also she'll be performing with new edition at the kentucky derby this year too so yeah this is gonna be a jam-packed summer for sure all right well um before we get into our next uh music break here oh actually before before that we got to talk about the full circle tour Uh, Because you're definitely uh, getting ready to, uh, you guys are in the middle of rehearsals right now. Of course, the Full Circle Tour, that's including Kim and Babyface, uh, hosted by Sherry Shepard. And also, I understand Kevin Ross was just added to the lineup for uh, select dates as well.
1: Yes, so the days that Sherry Shepard can't be there, which will be um, basically the week of Mother's Day. We will have Kevin Ross there, so he'll open up and do like a 15-minute spot. And then we'll have the local radio host, host um, the show, since Sherry can't be there. But yeah, Kevin was just added. I'm actually in Chicago right now with Kim and our band as we rehearse, getting ready for this tour. It's going to be amazing. Make sure you check out Babyface and Kim on Instagram um, as we are doing—as uh, as Babyface— is showing you how he rehearses and how he gets ready by uh, being cool as hell and walking on a treadmill in a full (laughs) three-piece suit. Uh, (laughs) And then by harmonizing with his background singers. It's gonna be a great tour. You guys make sure you get your tickets. We are gonna be on the road for seven weeks. So make sure you guys get your tickets now. You can get them on Ticketmaster, the full circle tour, y'all. Yeah,
7: Shout out to Detroit Zone Kim. And of course of uh, the big homie baby face as well now before we get into our next music break, You're
0: welcome got- girl
7: oh god beats okay before we get into our next break uh gotta say you know rest in peace to uh gospel legend lashon pace who passed away earlier this week monday i believe it was monday morning at the age of 60. uh she's been dealing with some with several health issues she was actually on dialysis awaiting a kidney and she passed away from Oregon Failure, of course best known as one of the anointed Pace sisters, as well as being a solo act uh, behind such major gospel hits, like I Know I've Been Changed, as well as Act Like You Know. And of course, Act Like You Know recently became a trend on TikTok. And uh, according to her sister Lydia, you know, she was so excited um, that she was actually in the process of working on new material uh, at the time of her passing. So we definitely want to take the time to acknowledge the late great Lashawn Pace, and of course, love and prayers to her family. All right, we're gonna get into some more music, and after that, we're gonna talk about the iHeart Radio Music Awards. Talk about some of the winners and performances. So right now, here is After Seven with No Place Like You, right here on WOAC Radio. W-O-A-C radio, real topics, real conversation. And of course, that was After 7 with some real music right there, No Place Like You. Anyway, let's get into uh, some music news here. Now, of course, last night was the uh, ninth annual I Radio Music Awards that went down in Vegas, uh, hosted by the legend LL Cool J, uh, who also performed, uh, he opened with a medley of his tracks. Um, and, yeah, definitely some amazing uh, performances, amazing clips. And, of course, we got to talk about the winners. Uh, the big winners of the night, I would have to say, uh, Silk Sonic. They ended up taking home three awards last night. Uh, ended up winning Best Duo or Group of the Year. They also won Best R&B Album for An Evening with Silk Sonic and Best R&B Song for Leave the Door Open. Who is shocked? The second biggest winner of the night was.
4: Before you go, Kev, we oh, we get no bomb drop or no applause it, it, from EJ because he don't like Bruno Mars.
3: It was, you know what's funny? My bomb <laughs> just stopped working once. Oh, she said that. It was working so That is ridiculous,
1: EJ. We gotta stop this. But we will address this later in the show because Silk Sonic has their own segment later in the show. But they should have won. They deserve every award that they're nominated for. But we have a Silk Sonic uh special segment coming up later on and ej I better get all my sound effects goddamn it
3: hey,
4: and man, I think I'm, I'm working I'm working tirelessly
1: to night. get my sound effects back
3: as we speak.
4: EJ working on hater of the year. I think the second biggest winner of the night
9: <laughs> was, all of,
4: was all of us men that got a chance to see Meg the Stallion.
7: Oh my lord yeah,
1: I agree <laughs> Yes, I agree.
7: agree. Uh, I'd have to agree with you, too. I second
4: that motion.
7: And shout out to her as well, because she ended up winning, I believe, the Trailblazer Award last night as well. Uh, So she's definitely doing her thing. Uh, Also, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, she was a a big winner. Uh, She won the TikTok Bop of the Year for her track, Good For You. Uh, She also won Best Cover Song. Uh, she won uh, one of the big awards of the night, which was the best female artist of the year. And also uh, some other awards as well. Um, Jasmine Wait, What's the Sullivan. name of the song? Cook for You? Good for oh No, God. I really good, didn't
3: know what you said. I was trying to. Like, good that's for that's You. Good. Good.
7: Good. Good for I, You. I, I like Cook, Cook
4: for,
3: for you, you better.
7: I was about of to course, say,
4: you, Cook
3: for You was a fire title.
7: <laughs> of, course, of course, y'all would think so, you Neanderthal bastards anyway <laughs> uh also uh little Nas x he ended up winning a uh, male artist of the year also some other awards went to uh foo fighters uh shout out to april uh also uh Jake
1: excuse K- me one question he won male artists of the year
7: yes he's he still is a man
1: quest no it. i just asked i just asked i didn't hear i just i asked for clarity that's all i just asked Yes, mail hello
4: i stepped of away the who year? you talking about
1: you talking about
4: Lil Nas because you know got to be- I
1: assume you know. so. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, okay. All right. Uh, you see how, how, you you see how lost all of us were? You see
3: that? It wasn't just no, was me. No, I thought- no, I thought she was saying Dave Grohl. No, Groh. y'all, y'all were definitely, y'all were
7: definitely, I thought she said Dave
3: Groh won. That's well, what? Dave
7: Groh, well, his band, Blue Fighters won a few rock awards, so there's that. Um, Also, uh, Machine Gun Kelly won an award, Billie Eilish, uh, shout out to her, she won an award, Adele got a couple of awards, Um, J. Cole won Hip Hop Album of the Year for the off season, Uh, Drake won Hip Hop Artist of the Year, Best New Hip Hop Artist went to Young Blue, Uh, Best New R&B Artist went to Giveon, Uh, Hip Hop Song of the Year that went to the Late Pop Smoke for what you know about love, Um, and some other uh, big winners as well. Um, and some of these performances too of course Megan Thee Stallion being one of them so I gotta give it up to her as well and going wait
1: wait 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 wait, we're not skipping past that page did y'all see her in this red though like (sighs) did y'all really see her in this red with the little things on it man listen
3: I I actually didn't
1: God is calling
3: her but um she's hey yeah
7: Like, don't get it twisted, I'm definitely a Megan Thee Stallion fan, but I'm not gonna lie, with the social media antics and stuff like that, I've been getting sick of her, (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie to you, because she seems like she needs to respond to everything, and y'all know exactly what I'm talking about, this is a nice little segue to what's going on uh, from the bad side, so basically, as you know, she's still dealing with the ongoing situation with Tory Lanez, uh, with the assault case that hasn't even started yet. Um, and of course, the big thing uh, this week is that she uh, was hit with a countersuit uh, by 1501 Entertainment and its CEO, uh, former baseball player, Franklin, the Tur- I mean, Carl Crawford. Um, so, yeah. So, of course, it started Megan uh, sued 1501 uh, because she's saying that her most recent body of work, uh, which was the something for the hobbies project that she released late last year, uh, saying that that should be you know, basically her fulfilling the contract, you know, that she signed with him because you she know she's desperately trying to get off of the label. And then, of course, Carl uh, Crawford ended up filing a countersuit saying, no, nah, the project's too short. It was only 29 minutes long. And uh, therefore, he's trying to, you know, they're trying to say you still owe us a full full album, basically. Um, for those of you who may not know, Something for the Hotties is basically her freestyling uh, off of, you know, off of various tracks and stuff, including uh, the South Side Forever Freestyle, uh, Megan's Piano, which is currently playing right now on the radio. Uh, so, yeah, it's going back and forth. And now it's filled the social media with Carl Crawford, you know, saying a bunch of low blows towards her, uh, saying, you know, calling her a bona fide alcoholic, saying that she slept with everybody and this, that, and the third. And, of course, you know, Megan obviously feeling attacked, you know, feeling very vulnerable and stuff. You know responding back you know saying that you know that he's trying to milk as much money off of her as possible you know adding you know his own jewelry his own chains onto her expense report and everything and y'all go ahead y'all go ahead and talk about that and then i will give my response well
3: Gentleman first of goes. all she didn't sleep with everyone because i ain't slept with her so she definitely ain't sleep with everyone
1: but uh everything who else
7: are you good. though
1: exactly <laughs> You know what's crazy ej i said the same thing like she slept with everybody i'm like who is these everybody's and why
6: am i being overlooked
1: i i'm definitely somebody like (laughs) i'm really about to pull my card like ma'am uh we have gold and platinum albums over here i didn't get hello (laughs) (laughs) hello who the hell was everybody um no 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 but in all seriousness Um, on the business side, as much as I personally love Meg, she, that album isn't considered an album because an album legally has to be over 31 minutes. So it's only 29 minutes. So she missed the mark. Also, it has to contain six tracks. It does not. So all of that misses the mark. Um, also, uh. Albums have to be submitted. They can't just be put out by the artist on their own. And even though she credited the label and the label's getting their portion, it still has to be something that they both mutually agree upon as an album. And that's not the case. So, yes, she is in breach of contract. As much as I want to be on Meg's side, she is in breach of contract for that. So, she does have to make a real album that has to go through the process with her label and put it out. That's how that goes. Um, so I definitely, uh, I definitely love Meg, but she didn't handle our business, business wise. Second of all, the part about Carl making those insults, that's after she went on a Twitter tirade for two days about Carl. So I don't like the way that this reads. I don't like the way that this reports, like he just started attacking her. That's not the case. Um, she went on a tirade for two days on Twitter talking about Carl. And so then he responded, so...
7: Alright, can I give my comments
1: on this? No. Uh Kev. The floor is yours. No, no, it's not. Kev. <laughs> yes. You're up, Kev. Kev you here next. No, we don't want the we don't want the female bashing right now that has to stop. Protect our black women. Uh you don't Kev. even know what
7: I'm about to say, first and foremost. Nico. You don't like no, Meg. I do like Hello, I love Meg. I, I, I love not her as much actually. As we do.
4: Not as much as we do. I
7: love her music, first and foremost. <laughs> All right,
4: Meg
3: makes music. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> don't you
7: don't you start on <laughs> that. Like, first and foremost, her Tina Snow mixtape is top tier. Okay, first and foremost, so don't you be going off like Meg Meg makes make music. Music, yes, music
4: mouth like this.
7: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm starting to like you better when you were quiet, sir. <laughs> we warned you a
4: long time ago. I, I yeah, we we, are, we all uh, read through the uh, terms and conditions of adding Kev to the room. <laughs> I agree with all of
7: it. <laughs> oh, my God. All I got to say is, okay, they need to handle the business. Obviously, you know, Meg needs to fulfill the contract as much as I want to be on her side on that as well. But as far as the social media stuff, all I gotta say is everybody needs to take a long walk off a short pier, and they need to chill out with, with the social media. Like that's my whole issue. Like to the point where, as much of a fan as I am of Megan Thee Stallion, I'm getting to the point where I will have to mute anything related to her and Carl Crawford and Tory Lanez from my Twitter feed because it's all everybody's taking talking about, and that's because of the issue that a lot of artists have. They don't know when to shut up when it comes to legal stuff and going on social media.
4: I, for one, I'm just waiting for the Law & Order rip from the headlines episode of this whole saga.
7: Man, all I gotta say is, like, they don't know, like, for some reason, I don't know if they believe that the court of public opinion is stronger than the actual court of law and holds more weight. They just need to stay away from social media in regards to that, like, as Little Wayne said, real G's move in silence like lasagna. They oh just need to—they need to go ahead.
0: <laughs> not Paige quoting Little
4: Wayne to put I mean, the emphasis no, on a news story.
7: But no, on, in this situation, they—they they just need to move in silence. You know, handle the stuff in the court. Because at the end of the day, whoever's writing for you and not writing for you on social media—it's not going to matter. What's going to matter is what the court of law says. So, Meg needs to chill out, you know, stay away from social media. In regards to that, just promote her music. Carl Crawford, he's the, he needs to go ahead and uh, shut his enough of turtle enough a turtle club head ass up and handle his own business. And Tory Lanez, especially, you need to sit your ass down because you can't enter yourself into every single situation. Because I'm looking at this story about him creating a petition on freaking change.org saying, hey,
0: we need to keep black men on Coachella and need keep
7: them in major principles uh, and stuff apparently this was his response to the whole kanye situation we're going to talk about that in just a bit but bro everything ain't about you all right like you don't have to you know enter your we have a lollipop you head ass into everything all right just you just need to hush <laughs> and handle your legal situation all right just handle your stuff and that is all and i love megan the stallion i'm rooting for her i love her music
4: <laughs> where, where would this show be without a page rant every now and then?
7: Oh, it happens. It happens. <laughs> all right, move.
4: EJ, where on. are the bombs? <laughs> hey.
7: like he hasn't had his similar this morning. That's that's what. There now it's working. After I finished it for like yeah, a whole you know few.
3: that sucksonic Sonic thing. I think it, it detonated my bombs. Oh, so trying, right. trying to get all the powder and whatnot back. All
7: right. Well. On to uh, Miley Cyrus. Uh, she was like one inch away from her own like freaking manifest situation so apparently uh, Her plane in uh, South America had to make an emergency landing recently uh, After facing some severe weather conditions and her plane ended up being struck by lightning All right, so uh, she wrote on Instagram uh, that she was apparently on her way to uh, the music festival called Nico. Excellent. However, it's pronounced but it's in Hello I thought
3: she was choking on a jolly Rancher.
7: shut up. But anyway, it's a festival in Paraguay. Uh, she was en route there but unfortunately.
3: the matrix Ha ha, ha. Uh,
7: But apparently, you know, she had to make an emergency landing uh, She said to my fans and everyone worried about hearing about my flight to Xunicin Our plane was caught in a major unexpected storm and struck by lightning. My crew, band, friends, and family who are all traveling with me are safe after an emergency landing. We were unfortunately unable to fly into Paraguay. I love you. So as a result, because of the weather, uh, it was actually a multi-day festival, but the whole festival ended up being canceled uh, due to the weather uh, for safety reasons. Uh, But she actually posted a clip on her Instagram, and you can, of course, check it out in the shade room. uh, Just a small clip of, Apparently, what happened, like, the moment that the plane was struck by lightning. Uh, But thankfully, nobody got hurt. Uh, Thankfully, you know, they all landed safely uh, as, you know, the plane was getting checked out. So, But apparently, like, this is actually um, a natural phenomenon that actually happens, like, one, between one to two times a year. uh, Very rare. Uh, But thankfully, you know, the bigger planes are built to take the hit. And uh, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration... Uh, airplanes actually stroke the beast. So the aircraft actually initiate the strike uh, because their presence enhances the ambient electric fields, typical for thunderstorms, and facilitates electrical breakdown through air. That gotta be like your worst nightmare. Like, I'm already apprehensive when it comes to flying planes, period. And I rarely do it, but imagine your plane getting struck by lightning. Like,
3: what? Yeah, no, that's that's one of my main fears. I don't fly often, um, but when I do fly, um, you know, just like anybody would, you you just you kind of pray that everything is is good. There's no like really bad turbulence or anything. I mean, planes have turbulence regardless, but you just you always just try to be optimistic and whatnot on planes. But seeing that video is just like that's one of those things that you try to. Push it out of your mind because you never want to experience that in person. So, like, luckily everybody made it through. There's no casualties. Nobody was hurt. Uh, so that's good.
7: All right. Uh, so let's get into another story here. Uh, Disney. A lot of stuff going on there. Uh, there was actually a massive walkout uh, among the Disney Corporation in, uh, basically, in protest of the quote-unquote don't say gay bill that florida recently passed now for those of you who are unfamiliar with that bill uh, basically it is a ban on uh, school teaching of gender identity and sexual orientation from kindergarten to the third grade in the public school system in florida so uh let me get your thoughts on that you guys because apparently there was like a massive uh walkout and that is due to uh the CEO of Disney, and and his unfavorable response to
1: to the bill. So let me give some background so that people understand. So Bob Chaparic has been the CEO of Disney during the COVID pandemic. Um, He took over in February of 2020. Uh, because he's a crisis manager. So when he took over in February 2020, I knew that COVID was going to be really bad because that's the only time somebody puts a crisis manager in as CEO. I'm not really aware of why he's still CEO now, seeming that Disney as an operation is 100% back operational. Um, So I'm not exactly sure why he's still the CEO. I don't know if that change of guard is going to happen soon. But nonetheless, uh, Bob has stood in support of the bill his main residence has been orlando florida uh where disney world is and he has stood in conjunction with some republicans there who supported the bill and who voted to get the bill passed which ticked off everybody else in the disney corporation essentially the disney corporation is not just disney it's also abc it's hulu it's espn uh it's free form as well as a ton of other entities
7: yeah um, as well
1: correct so essential uh, essentially the disney corporation is known as a super liberal corporation they are vastly 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 filled with liberal people as well as those who identify with the community so it ticked the entire corporation off that the ceo is not backing majority of the corporation and so that's where that came from and yesterday they walked off um a lot of people walked off set the cast of raven's home which includes raven simone uh all walked off a set yesterday carrie washington and the movie that she's producing right now they walked off a set and uh the list goes on and on it was a huge thing uh all of burbank walked out of the disney offices everybody in burbank at those disney offices walked out and were walking down the street It was a huge, huge protest yesterday. Yeah.
7: And it was everybody. Like you mentioned, you know, offices in Burbank, uh, the whole entire Disney animation studios uh, walked off, uh, several productions walked off, and those, um, and there were also several uh, messages of support throughout the entire Disney company, including, of course, Disney, uh, FX Networks, ESPN, Hulu, uh, Disney Parks, uh, Disney Plus. Uh, all standing in solidarity of uh, the majority of the corporation uh, so it's gonna be interesting and get this um, get this though so I'm reading this article uh, and it says the organizers of the walkouts are asking Disney uh, to pull all donations from Florida legislators who have backed this bill Um, California Governor Gavin Newsom, who had a number of dust-ups with Disney during the first year of the pandemic, they actually tweeted, uh, Disney employees are doing the right thing today, standing up for their LGBTQ colleagues against the Florida GOP's hateful attack. Uh, California stands with them. um, And says, in that context, uh, as Sunshine State Governor Ron DeSantis has taken now to openly mocking uh, Shepek and the quote-unquote woke Disney, um, of course, you had those different messages, and they actually, those messages follow those of ex-CEO Bob Iger in late February and uh, Marvel Studios last week. Marvel Studios, of course, also owned by Disney, uh, denouncing any legislation that infringes on basic human rights of the LGBTQIA community. Um, so yeah, like this is going to be interesting to see what happens from there and if uh, the CEO will still have a job after this, but Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, and of course, that's going it, to... It's definitely a lot. All right, and as if that wasn't a lot, um, of course, this week was the kickoff of the confirmation hearings for Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, who is on track uh, to become the first Black woman appointed to the nation's highest court, the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, of course, this... This is definitely historic for a number of reasons. A number of reasons, of course. Um, she has already been confirmed uh, at the federal and appeals court level uh, multiple times across both uh, the Democrats and the Republicans. Uh, but of course, you know, this hearing in particular, it wasn't without, you know, chaos and uh, and uh, a little bit of BS from the GOP side, of course. Uh, first off, you have freaking um, Lindsey Graham apparently going into a tirade during the hearing to the point where he actually walked off and talked about all how all of the prisoners in Guantama- Guantanamo Bay like they deserve to die and everything. And then of course you have Ted Cruz with his BS. And then you have uh, the senator from Tennessee talking about you know making trying to make her you know define what a woman is. I'm like. Somebody help.
1: So it's a it's an effort to uh, it's an effort to deter other senators from voting her in during the confirmation as well as the house. Um, a lot of stuff, believe it or not, that they asked was valid, but then some of it wasn't. Um, a lot of it was valid, but some of that stuff wasn't. I definitely commend her for holding her cool, and for just, you know, being her and being the smartest one in the room, like she already is. Um, there were a couple of questions that were asked, like, about her religious beliefs and stuff, and she said, well, excuse me, Senator, I don't believe that the Constitution states anything about my religious beliefs have anything to do with my con- with my confirmation, so it'll be great if you move on. And Lindsey Graham looked like a child at that moment so it was a lot of moments of this that i think was epic and i think that she's doing a great job and uh i'm loving the circus because she is literally making them look like fools she's hardly responding and when she does it's right on point see after after like a week ago
4: like i had a joke oh quiz where's quiz okay there you go after like a couple weeks ago I can't really say the jokes that i wanted to say now because quiz is going to go off on me <laughs> so <laughs> i can't do it but uh yeah
1: uh everything the Quiz said yeah i agree with
7: yeah absolutely. hey listen no.
1: politics is when we have to be serious man because it's literally life and death it's literally um the future of our children of our grandchildren And even our future. So it's when we we get to politics, that's when I'm serious. We can laugh and joke all day long. When we get to politics, this is real business and we got to handle it as such.
4: All I was going to say was like, they asked her, like, did she put sugar on her grits (laughs) or who's better, Drake or uh, Pusha (laughs) T?
1: They
3: did ask her.
1: They did ask her, they said, uh, do you prefer the new modernized gowns or the older Supreme Court Justice gowns? And she said, that's an asinine question that has no relevance right now, but if you would like to know, I'll give you my answer once I try on the new gown. (laughs)
7: Like, man, I'm just saying. And of course, there were also some key moments here. uh, For one, uh, she did say that she would, if appointed, and if... um, Confirmed to the Supreme Court uh, that she will uh, recuse herself from a current discrimination case going on at Harvard University uh, because of her role with the school. She's actually on a the bo- is, she's actually on a board uh, at the school, and she is and she's of course a graduate of Harvard. Uh, so yeah, if confirmed, she did say that she will recuse herself uh, from that case. So wonders. The, so I'm glad that she is, you know, looking forward to serving with you know with purpose and you know being you know civil about it and being respectable about it we'll see what the other uh harvard alums on the supreme court will do probably nothing um but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see of course it is you know highly you know expected that yes she will be confirmed uh by this uh senate judiciary committee and then of course it will go forward uh to the full senate vote as well so We'll see what happens from here. But, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing, and I'm calling it now, Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson on the Supreme Court and uh, basically, you know, what that will mean for the rest of the country, too. It's also interesting to mention that uh, Clarence Thomas is currently hospitalized as well.
1: I would like to mention that not only is Clarence Thomas hospitalized, he's severely hospitalized, and they're lying, and I love it. They're lying like (laughs) it's stupid. It is the funniest thing in the world. He went to the hospital with flu like symptoms on fucking Thursday. And you mean to tell me this is not serious? Get the hell out of here. Then you're telling me that you think he's going to come home Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. That is a lot of, a lot of leeway. Like, something's wrong here. And I would like the truth, but you don't have to give me the truth. It's fine. We can nominate another Supreme Court Justice. We appreciate it.
7: I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, especially you know with the investigation into his wife, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, but anyway, we're gonna get into another uh, music break. After this music break, we're gonna talk about a new COVID variant taking over Eastern Europe and moving west, and also Chris Brown exposing the woman that has accused him of sexual assault. This is WOAC Radio. Charlie Wilson, KC, Johnny Gill, no stopping us and
0: baby face too. You're looking good, mama Sita. Yeah,
4: yeah. I've been in love with Yeah, yeah. And on a scale of 1 to 10, you're number
9: that the world can't comprehend. Or what you think in fan grief? Yeah, yeah. I see you moving ballerina. Yeah, yeah. You take me higher than a plane. Got me tipsy on your love like sweet champagne. Let's keep the music playing while we dance all night. Never let Some brittle.
2: Yeah.
7: Right, this is W-O-A-C radio, real talk, real people. All right, this is Paige B here, of course, with the gang, Quez, EJ, Beats, Kev. and it looks like there will be yet another surge on the horizon of a COVID-19 variant. Now, this is coming uh, from Europe uh, as COVID-19 cases are once again on the rise following a slump over the Christmas holiday, and experts are raising the alarm about another wave coming over here stateside. So uh, COVID-19 waves in Europe have tended to precede a rise in cases in the US, and experts have suggested this could be the case, you know, here as well. Uh, this is actually a more contagious sub-variant of the Omicron variant, and it's called BA.2. So uh, let's talk about that. As of uh, March 21st, uh, BA2 made up 82 percent of sequence cases of COVID-19 in the UK, as well as 54 percent in Germany, 48 percent in France, and 48 percent in Italy. Uh, and hospitalization is also on the rise in France and the UK. However, both governments have said that more people were being admitted for other reasons and just happened to test positive for COVID-19 while in the hospital. So, I'm so sick of COVID-19. Uh, but you know what? Um, let me get your you guys' thoughts on
1: this. I'll say this. Um, I'm upset because I just got my life back. Um, you know, the, the end of 2021 took me, you know, catching up on bills and trying to get life back on track. And now 2022, my life is on track. All of my artists are doing phenomenal. This tour is getting ready to start. I'm upset. Like, I really hope this new variant does not put a, ch- a chokehold on our country because um, I-, I was just getting back to normal. You know what I mean? But we have a call tomorrow about this UK tour that Shalamar is doing as right. well as um, the whispers and the Isleys as well. So we have to have a conference call about that tomorrow and nine times out of 10, it'll probably be canceled because the UK don't play. But um, I'm hoping that this new variant doesn't take over America. That's my prayer.
3: Can I have a request if we can do a poll on our Twitter to see who has the most variations of COVID-19 or Air Jordans? Because I think at this point they're about naked.
4: Jesus Christ, EJ.
3: Yeah. No. The same thing
4: for a while? How many cousins do COVID have? We're going to start calling it COVID wans that's how <laughs> very
1: COVID
4: of COVID-19 it is. COVID is a win. I'm it.
7: sorry. It nah, it. nah, nah. It's a little bit worse. It's probably Kardashian. No,
3: just... no I was about to say, uh-huh. the, Wayans, the Wayans actually bring joy to people's lives. So I don't know. Yeah.
7: <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, It's, it's kind of an interesting turn, and I think this is where we are heading with it. I think it's getting to the point where COVID-19 is going to be more of an endemic. Um, as opposed to being, you know, a pandemic, or, you know, an epidemic. So when we say about endemic, an endemic means basically that it's going to be around, um, it's not going anywhere, but it will be pretty much stable enough to where we can have a grasp at it, and it will be more so of a seasonal thing, kind of like, you know, chicken pox, and the seasonal flu, Um, because thankfully, you know, here we have, you know, access better access uh to vaccines and also treatments uh, for covet 19 you know for those who are for those who have been affected by it so it will probably end up being you know a seasonal thing which we kind of saw you know anyway because you know the coronavirus has been around pretty much since the beginning of time it's just this particular strain uh, with it starting out so strong that it ended up into pretty much a catastrophe but i think now it's getting to the point where you know the omicron variant is pretty much a lot weaker it's more contagious but you know we're at the point where we actually have a better grasp it.
1: i just want to so it's going to be interesting. i just want to say thank you so much for explaining what an endemic is um as a guy that did not go to college and barely made it out of high school. I appreciate that definition because when you said endemic, I said what the fuck is happening? I, I I was lost. So thank you, thank you for explaining it. Appreciate. it. I actually
7: found out the other day too. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. So basically, <laughs> an endemic, <laughs> like an endemic, you know, as opposed like in regards to you know to diseases, is basically something that's regularly found among particular people or in a certain area. So. It is yeah. like, you know, the flu, like chicken pox, where it is highly contagious, but, but with but this, it's, journey, like, it's
3: manageable. I mean, she, she said endemic. I thought she was talking about an unsuccessful old Motown group.
1: I'm just like, I ain't never heard of them Ladies and gentlemen, the endemic. Right. Hey, EJ, you know what's crazy? You would be the one out of us to know the group,
4: because right. you exactly. always <laughs> I never heard of the damn endemics.
1: Right,
3: I was going to say That's a uh, fire. I'm Chopped and they feel the better NPC
4: than the four tops.
3: Hey, hey,
1: <laughs> hey, 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 no four tops slander in I'm about to here chop seven. some endemics up in the NPC. Like,
7: ain't no damn freaking four top slander. Not on my watch, Mr. Motown freaking tour guide. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, so let's talk about uh, Chris Brown here. Now, as you know, earlier in the year, uh, he was slammed with a $20 million lawsuit by a woman who claimed that he drugged and raped her. Uh, back around the new year, um, basically. And uh, apparently, it's all a bunch of cat because he actually released uh, a couple of weeks ago text messages from the accuser uh, saying that not only was the interaction consensual, but she actually continued to contact him months after that, asking, you know, when are they going to hook up again? You know, do you have the E? I just want to, like, Screw with you, and basically saying that like, she and part of my friends here, he was the best dick that she has ever had, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, turns.
4: To- Wait a minute! No 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 no! You're not gonna drop the bomb on that, and not drop the bomb on Subsonic. You are suspended, bro. <laughs> don't <laughs> drop the bomb on the d don't do
3: that hey, what yo, yo, do? Hey, oh, when you put it that way i feel yucky. Yes, you feel yucky.
7: oh my god so yeah basically you know this was a case of a woman of a woman scorned because you know she kept on continuously you know harassed like harassing him sending her sending him news you know sending him voice messages saying you know i really want to fuck again and once again part of my friends. Everybody uh in the audience. But yeah, it basically speak French, you good? It basically got her accusation to shit because immediately after the text messages were released, her lawyer ended up dropping her. And the case ultimately ended up being dropped or is in the process of getting dropped. But it's
1: like so freaking scary. That's that no, it's not scary. Let me explain something. This has been going on for decades for decades where it's a man that has money and has status and he decides that he doesn't want to rock with you anymore and so what they do is they claim rape it's happened all the time me and kevin have stories that can last us until next year if we start talking right now and i'm just happy that technology exists and you can show that because these text, the first text message he said he showed was from the night the day after but she said, you're the best I ever had. It was great. I can't wait to get with you again. shorty if you got raped or sexually assaulted, you won't be saying that. And then when he didn't respond after a few days, you amped it up. And the next thing you know, it's a sexual assault. Get the hell out of here, okay? You're groupie. You, you, you had your moment. You mad that the moment did not turn into a week. But you got your moment. It is what it is. Move on. Take your L in silence. Move on. I'm so glad that this happened because if if, if it, this, this shows that it can happen and people can be blasted and put on blast and put on Front Street. And I'm glad that she was. I'm glad it happened. And I hope the rest of the women in the United States and abroad will use this as a cautionary tale because y'all are ridiculous for doing this ignorant ass shit. Okay. nigga what you mean y'all hello I'm not talking to you Paige it, if it don't okay apply, thank you let
7: it, fly, okay? <laughs> let it fly yeah but yeah I definitely 100% agree with you on that one it's also scary too because the fact that it is so easy for a woman to put out such a blatant lie and because of this situation and the fact that she was basically caught up in a lie it's gonna make it that much harder for real rape victims and real assault victims to come forward out of the fear that they may not be believed because of this bitch who decided to post this lie because she got ghosted basically. So, and it's also scary like to think, what if Chris did not have the sense to keep those messages? Like it is a godsend that he saved every single text message and every single voice message because it would have been a very different tune especially considering his past you know he is a convicted felon so it's going to be that much easier for him to go to jail on some bs so shout out to chris and shout out to his freaking crisis management team for having the sense to keep those text messages and keep those voice messages on deck because that saved him not only 20 million dollars but also saved him his reputation that he's been building back up so man shout out to that and of course everybody in the audience if you would like to join in on the conversation feel free to raise your hand uh the club the uh, hand raising is limited to uh members of the original album club so if you're in the audience in our clubhouse uh feel free to click the green house become a member of the original album club and then raise your hand because we'd love to have you guys join in on the conversation now let's get into some more foolishness okay apparently a video yeah, somebody who actually did do that shit. Um, so apparently, a uh, recent clip uh, actually surfaced of uh, R. Kelly. So here's the situation. Now, as you know, uh, Kells is currently locked up, awaiting sentencing um, for his uh, federal trial um, in New York. You know, earlier this year he was found guilty. Uh, he was found guilty of um, child trafficking of you know racketeering and he's also facing another uh, a few more cases um in chicago and in minnesota he was found guilty in the new york case and he is facing pretty much natural life in prison so he's currently incarcerated in the federal prison in chicago and uh, apparently here comes this video so he allegedly gave a fan a personal serenade last week so the fan claimed and this video was posted on the shade room the fan claimed that he visited her father who is currently uh, incarcerated in the same prison as Kelly. And following the visit, uh, her father called in to check in on her and mentioned uh, telling the world that she met R. Kelly during visitation. Her dad allegedly offered to get the singer on the phone. And when he did, she claims that she asked for a song. And uh, here, here's the end result. EJ, play the clip. I wanted to ask you something. Can you sing a song for me? What you want? Love Letter.
6: Did you get my car?
0: Did you get my car? Oh. My love Thank you.
7: <laughs> now she claimed that the moment was not in exchange for anything. let's keep it g you know he is singing for raymond noodles because the dad forced it too. let's 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 keep it g like how low did you have fallen to now you are singing on demand for Mm -hmm. honey buns and freaking fago soda like what's going on here bro hey
3: were they they shrimp or chicken because if it's oriental then that's a that's a real low but if (laughs) if he's singing Mm -hmm. for shrimp or chicken then that's understandable no no it's soy sauce flavor
7: it's soy sauce flavor because they don't even call it Oriental no more. They call it soy sauce. <laughs>
1: okay. Yo, yeah. you know, yeah, because that's, that's racist. Um, You know what's crazy is that it probably was none of that. Like, it probably was just that R. Kelly is friends with this inmate. This inmate probably is looking after him, holding him down. So he just did it to be nice. And plus, you got to remember, artists like to do stuff like this. We just saw last night that a friend of ours just talked to her favorite artist in the world uh, by chance because oh, yeah. artists like doing that. If you tell somebody, like I do it all the time, I'll be I'll be with one of my artists and I'll talk to somebody. I'll be like, "Hey, this person loves you. Let's call them," and they'd be like, "Let's do it," and they they like it. it, it I think it helps their ego. And right now, uh, R. Kelly needs all type of ego boosters right now so i think he just enjoyed it it was a good moment for him and also you gotta remember it's a female he's in jail he's not interacting with females so he probably enjoyed that a lot he'll probably be disappointed when he finds out that she's a grown daughter and not a child but i'll be quiet
3: yeah because if he yeah. found out that she was about to have her quince he probably would have
1: he would have got off of that
7: yeah, he
1: would have he would have uh, did, did the whole love letter album. He would have been like Birthdays Week. Hey, yeah, he would have
3: he would have <laughs> did a medley and blended it in with feeling on your booty or something like that.
1: Probably. He'd be like after the party, it's fiesta, fiesta. Sick bastard. Anyway. What, what, right,
4: if, she, what if she requested for him to sing life?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you are i see what you did there
7: but um anyway all right let's get into some uh some more stories here as dj finally got his sound effect back right uh so Nicki minaj recently appeared on the joe button podcast in a sit down with mr joe button himself and she talked about how uh she has received an insurmountable amount of hate and that you know no other artist before her has dealt with that kind of hate and that kind of um negativity um, during her career. So we actually have a clip of that. EJ, go ahead and play it.
8: Once anybody has success with anything, it seems like everybody just jumps on that sound. Even if they may not have even liked it, it might be people behind them telling them to do it. Once you do that, and once you do it a couple times, who, who then are you? We've now forgotten who you are. I don't think people realize that. If you jump on it, every trend, you become faceless. It's oh. like
4: <sighs> this is a deep point.
8: Yeah, it's important. It's important. People know this. All right. Stop um, talk- um, talking what if y'all don't know what the fuck y'all be talking about, people, please. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Um some, some things are pay, paying for, being paid for with cash. Some things are relationships. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that go into this industry that I can't mention for a lot of reasons, right? But just use your brain. If I could pay to have whatever the fuck I wanted, why wouldn't I pay for it?
0: You would pay for it. Right.
8: Use your brain. Right, that
7: sounds like her version of the R. Kelly interview with Gail King. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Uh so basically, um, of course, that's part of the interview that she did with Joe Budden. Uh basically, um, yeah, what you guys think about that?
1: So between this interview and then me going down the Nicki Minaj Twitter rabbit hole the other day. I don't know why you I... did <laughs> Shut up, EJ. I have now become a Nicki Minaj fan. Now, prior to this, I wasn't a fan of Nicki, but I also wasn't a hater. I was just like, it's Nicki Minaj, whatever. But I've realized recently over the last couple of years that I've, well, mainly with me being on uh, different social media platforms, specifically Clubhouse, there's been a lot of Nicki Minaj hate, and I've been trying to figure out why. Now I know all the great leaps and bounds this woman has made, and I knew her before she was, you know, this huge star, back when she was signed with the Full Force Brothers. Um, But I was trying to figure out where all this hate came from. So as she was explaining herself on Twitter, after I watched this interview, I went and I was doing like some fact checking, and then I was checking some things that she did compared to other artists. And some stuff that people were complaining about with her that I'm watching other artists do as well. And I've come to the conclusion that actually Nicki Minaj is right. The hate that she receives is literally because she's a black woman. It's literally because she's a black woman. None of the hate that people have gave out, none of it holds weight. None of it stands up. They'll say stuff like, Oh, some of her bars are good, but some of her bars are trash. She says stuff like this. But then you have Lil Wayne that says crazy stuff, and y'all consider him the GOAT. You have Jay-Z, who has a whole album of whack-ass lyrics, but y'all still consider him a, a, a GOAT. And I think that it's, it's, it goes back to what we always say about Black women being uh, judged unfairly. And I think that's what's happening with Nicki. She's being judged unfairly. She's being treated unfairly. She came in, she changed the game, she did a lot of things, she experimented with some sounds and with some music that was then able to create commercial rap, which we didn't really have. So she's done a lot of great things. I just feel like people hate on her because she's a black woman. So now I'm a Nicki fan. She's
7: you know, incredible. I definitely, I definitely I agree. On... Oh, good. Go ahead, EJ, with your
3: foolishness. I was gonna say I hate on her because I think she trash. It ain't got nothing to do with she I think she just trash. But I also, I don't think, know. I also think Lil Wayne is trash. i have going on record saying that I think they both trash. So is that?
7: I mean, but you can't explain much, you know, coming from a man who thinks Bow Wow is the god MC. But anyway, he is. He's um,
3: his first album, at thirteen.
7: But I but I agree with what uh, Quest is saying. Like it's a lot of pressure for female artists especially you know now you know starting with nikki and then moving on to other female artists in the genre where they pretty much out a lot of these male artists out here let's keep it a buck because nikki minaj is definitely one of the biggest one of the one of the best bidders out there in like the past 10 15 years there's no denying that okay when her verse on mean... mon- her verse on monster with Kanye and Jay and Rick Ross, she washed all of them. Like she is a very talented, she is a very talented artist. So yeah, a lot of hate comes from the fact that, you know, she is a black woman in a male dominated genre. And, you know, antics aside from like the whole like beefing and this, that, and the third, you can't deny Nicki's impact on hip hop. And like she pretty much brought forth the resurgence of, the female presence in hip-hop. So I agree with everything Quez has to say. So we actually have a couple of- uh, Wait, this questions. is
1: the third Where? in a row Age has agreed with me. This is amazing. I don't- I this, Listen, this
4: conversation is convoluted. Like, like you, you don't have to down other people to say how great she is. Mind you, it's, it's not untrue that she receives hate. But she's not the only artist that has received hate before. Like, people didn't like Jay-Z for a number of years only because of his connection with his uh, friends' beef with Tupac. Like, we know that. Wayne received hate. Like, a lot of people that we've mentioned received hate. You know what I'm saying? But she's in a position where she has thousands of fans. Like, she she has one of the biggest out of three fan bases the navy the beehive and then the barbs so she don't receive as much hate as somebody who like uh well who's that girl uh it's another it's another female rapper that receives a lot of hate and don't have a fan base but it's also other female rappers who come behind her and all they hear her say is well none of y'all receive as much hate as me you know what I'm saying? It's like, do you want them to receive that much hate? Like, why wouldn't you see it as you trailblazing for them? And you did it so they could, you could, well, you ran so they could walk or whatever. And- Howard She
1: she that. does. She, say, she said- Yeah,
4: that. but she says it on both ends. Like that's, it's crazy. Like I've never, it's a lot of artists that gets hate that don't shine it in your face every day. That don't mention it every day.
3: He asked my sign, I said a sage. I'm a star, <laughs> Sheriff Ej,
7: Okay, and on
4: that I though, with never, EJ's full
3: of I will never, forgive her for saying that.
7: Okay, EJ. Never. Okay, EJ. Well, we have a couple members of our audience uh, that want to chime in as well. Uh, first off, we'll go to our guy, Russ. Russ, how you doing?
5: Hey, what's going on? Doing well.
7: Good, good, good. So, what I
3: are you... Your... come up here with his sexy one-hundred... $1,
5: on uh, it <laughs> And that's <laughs> how is it quiet works, storm? brother. When you speak, you speak sexy at all times. This man. Is a quiet Listen, storm, man. but Russ. <laughs> Russ. Man.
7: Hey, all I right. personally appreciate it. Rush, go ahead and say what you guys say, my brother.
5: All right. Now, thank you, Paige. Let me go ahead on WGLB, FM 98 <laughs> w Now, you know what? In, in my opinion, like, you know, I think I stopped really liking Nikki when Remy Ma came at her and she didn't have nothing to say. You know what I mean? Like, that was like she put a, like a straight song aimed directly at her and we all saw it and we were watching, watching, watching watching and then it was like, oh, well, you know, that is how I was like, eh. So, I mean, like, well, well, any, anybody, if you're the fact that you have haters means you're doing something well, or that you doing something, you know, good enough to warrant having haters on one end. But if you click back to when she first got in the game and the whole little Kim comparisons, she was going through and how she was saying her things to her because she was the new kid on the block. And all the things she was saying to her, when she became the veteran MC, is exactly the things that happened to her. So, you know, when she's telling her to, you know, get off the pot, you're not the queen anymore. Make room for the new people. Blah blah blah. And that's the same thing that's happening to her. So, I mean, you know, if you can't take it, then step out I of the game. Record to say that, right, I agree yeah. on this. I agree quick, with that Rusty, as well.
3: I will say, I, sh- it's not that she didn't respond to uh, Remy. She just did it in a poor way. She was trying to copy Drake's, um, his his book of, instead of just coming at you with vicious, visceral bars, I'm gonna make a party record that everybody's gonna be singing. And while they're partying to it, they're gonna be dissing you at the same time. And it didn't work because instead of making a full song directed at Remy Ma, she got a song that was already finished and changed her verse to go at Remy, which was, everybody saw right through it. And everybody was just like, okay, this is
5: trash so nowhere it and, and, and went also it wasn't it didn't come out immediately because she was in wherever she was in right. fashion so in france she didn't hear right. it. of course you heard it come on now come come now you know you heard it just, just like we Fair. heard it you know but you waited so long it's like you know these days back in the days you, you know somebody put out a song and you had to wait a little bit for that person to get on the track these days Pretty much, about 15 minutes after you put that song up, people have heard it. I mean, we probably went around the world a couple of times. So to say that it made it look like she was not competent enough, and I think the pressure of people saying, "Well, dang, what's up, nigga? You gonna drop something?" with her altering her verse. But I don't know, all of that.
4: But you write in with you? McDonald's didn't reply to Pusha T, so I don't
5: know. <laughs> you said, Yo. "Yo, but that, that, but that just <laughs> came out though. They, they coming though."
7: They come, right, they're going to come with the McNuggets. Oh, my gosh. Well,
1: they, thank
5: they, you, they they
1: Hang hey, it up, listen. flat screen. <laughs> oh, God. They put, listen, listen. They already put out their uh, their uh, bid to the ad agency that they needed a record, allegedly. Word, you know did they? I'm, for real? Allegedly. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's coming. Y'all be on the lookout for that. I mean, hey, who? I'm, a, I'm rocking who, with Arby's, though. Cause, I,
5: cause we got the meat. Listen, I,
4: Hey, I, 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 I oh. have a great suggestion. McDonald's, Mac, Beanie Siegel should do a bit. Oh, well, my
3: God. God. oh boy. Hey,
4: it might work. If he seen what he did to Jada Kiss. Yo.
3: No, Beanie Siegel and Pusha are real cool. Cause uh, Pusha has Philly. Okay.
5: I the only logical thing to do would be to go and get like, Dri- you know, get Drizzy. Yeah. I mean. That's how I said, I'll look at it. That would be, it would be perfect for like, you know, from their perspective, you, you know, they got the budget, they can afford it. If you're looking out for somebody, just call him up. Come on out here and drop a couple bars, get these, get these M's and keep it moving.
3: Only thing I'll say about that is these girls are my sons, John and Kate plus eight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay.
7: Anyway, thank you. Anyway, thank you so much, Russ, for your input. We greatly appreciate you, my brother. All right. And um, next up, we're going to have uh, our
6: girl, Casita. Casita. What's going on, Casita? Hey, hey. Good evening, everyone. <clears throat> All I wanted to say, really, was that like, when Nicki came out, I was a huge fan. Like, I uh, had, I still have it, um, the Pink album. I really liked her, and I really liked her music. And I still really like her now. I feel like when she's featured on um, other people's music and stuff, it sounds really, really good. I agree with what Russ was saying about um, the whole beef with Remy Ma, I was really sitting here thinking like, damn, when did I really stop listening to her like that? Because I, she was one of those ones that was constantly, when I was looking for stuff to listen to, I would go and see if she had anything out. Now I don't really do that as much, but I understand like the whole clip that you played in her perspective and how she feels, but everybody's been through it um, to some extent. It sucks that she's going through it like this right now, but um
3: can I tell you, Casita, why um, you don't listen to her anymore? It's because when she first came... No, and I promise I'm not even being I'm not even being shady. Because when she first came out with us a little over 10 years ago, and she had her sound, everything was cool. And then here we are 10 years later. You've grown up, but her subject matter and everything that she talks about hasn't really grown. It's yeah. pretty much the same stuff. She's a mother now. She's married. She, we don't really hear her talking about that. It's the same sort of formulaic thing that she does and i think that's another reason why it's just like what am i supposed to do with this i was 15 when you first came out now yeah whatever just coming up with numbers
6: uh, yeah valid point there's no uh change no progression no progression at all it's just the same type of stuff yeah you know what's so funny though like i, w- I would say about a couple of weeks ago i was in the car with my friend and we literally played all our favorite songs from the pink album so i don't know i and i you know i like yikes i think yikes is cool like every now and then i'll play it but it's just different
4: hey Cassidy, do you remember like it had to be like three or four years ago when Nikki got into like a verbal uh, war against someone who worked with Karen civil and they their war started from this young lady saying imagine if Nikki did more mature um, material and Nikki just went off on this uh journalist you know what I mean I' don't, I don't I'm not sure who remembers that but that's the I the basis of our our criticism to Nikki she hasn't done any mature uh material over the years uh, yeah. so
6: yeah yeah it's kind of unfortunate but i mean it works for some people it, some people like it some people still like her and still like what she has to say um but you know um i don't know i don't know and and then i i don't want to throw other people out there but like there's cardi b and there's a whole bunch of other people out there as well too um i don't know I like Cardi. I do. Yeah, understandable. And <laughs> that was well, best to leave it
7: like that. So, Cassita, thank you so much for your input. We of appreciate you, sister. All right, well, let's get into uh, some more news here. Apparently, 50 Cent uh, is looking to uh, put Monique back on. Now, as you know, um, Monique hasn't been out here for a while, of course, you know, as a result of her quote unquote Getting you know shut out of Hollywood, according to some people. Uh, but you know, Fifty Cent is vowing uh, to go ahead and uh, put her back on, and possibly you know doubling down on his efforts uh, to help her get back uh, in the swing of things in Hollywood. Starting with a call for apologies from both Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey. Now, according to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the issue stemmed from her refusal to spend extra time promoting the film Precious. Uh, during his awards campaign some time ago. Now, to help Monique, uh, 50 took to his Instagram and wrote about how the big names in Hollywood, including of course, Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey and Lee Daniels, owed her an apology for their alleged wrongdoings and reposted a video uh, from Hot New Hip Hop covering 50's prior remarks about Monique's battle in Hollywood, um, basically, you know, trying to, you know, get her back on top. And he said, um, you know, 50 called for uh, Oprah and Tyler, uh, to apologize to her, uh, saying I'm sure Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry would not want to continue to allow their influence to damage Monique's career, and this has gone on for way too long. So now would be a great time to apologize because I'm gonna put her back on. He also added I don't miss, and then he added the uh, hashtag uh, for his cognac brand and his power series. So as far as the apology, that 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 time has passed, and I'm pretty sure you know there was a private apology. I think 50 is calling for more so a public apology, but I highly doubt that's going to happen at this point, and at this point, it shouldn't even matter. You know, if you're going to say, you know, you're going to put, you know, Monique onto some projects, put her onto some projects. Like, I can definitely see her, you know, in the power universe, or I can definitely see her on a BMS, you know, that's getting ready for the second season, so I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up on there. Um, But yeah, let me get you guys' opinion on that. I
4: thought you were about to read uh, either a tweet or Instagram posts that Monique uh posted. Like Monique. Uh <laughs>
7: uh boy.
4: And Monique boy.
7: let me tell you, so- me tell you something, baby.
4: Me. Uh I wanna thank my baby precious 50 cents for his accolades. And I want my apology from, from Tyler Perry, Medea, and Joe
3: and oprah i know you've been fucking with my man bitch. you better not let me catch you outside of cbs cause i'ma whoop your ass I, I told you about it i've been telling you for a long time it's on site those are perhaps the two worst monique
7: impressions i have ever heard in my entire life but that's neither here nor there uh we got another uh audience member anthony what's going on bro
2: hey what's going on thanks for letting me come up um I, when you just start talking about this whole thing with the apology, I got to say, I don't think apology is needed at this point. And also, I think, it, it, I don't know how we do this whole cancel culture thing going on. And, you know, if they say what they said and they felt a certain way about it. And that's how they feel. Why all of a sudden now? Because you're trying to bring her back. They need to apologize to me. And I'm a big 50 cents fan. and uh, uh, I don't do um, power that much, but I do like the other one that he had with the guy who's a joke, I Forget the name right now. And the guy's getting out. of the man, Say it again.
3: Oh no, you're talking about for life.
2: Yeah, for life. There you go. Yeah. So I, I really, I really like that uh, that series and so on. So I, I, just support him. But it almost sounds like what he just said. Like he's saying now, it's like, hey, I'm putting her back on. I need y'all to go ahead and apologize. So you know, I, I can get people following. That's what it almost seems like to me.
7: Yeah, I think it's more so, like, because, you know, like, with the, you know, he's definitely the king of trolling, especially for publicity, you know, for publicity's sake. So, yeah, I think you may be on something in regards to that. But, yeah, the apology, like, that has long passed. Like, if you're going to say you're going to put her on to project, put her on to project. You know, no apology necessary. Like, they don't even have to deal with tyler or oprah or lee daniels anymore there's too many people out here doing some great stuff in the black community as far as you know music. as far as you know entertainment they can go with them 50 being one of them exactly yeah absolutely so thank you anthony for your input we greatly appreciate you my brother thank you all right well let's get into uh, some more news right here Ooh, this may be a, a touchy one here. So, of course, we gotta talk about Kanye West and his uh, recent shenanigans. So, the most recent news uh, in regards to Kanye is that he his performance has been pulled from the 2022 Grammy Awards. Now, as you know, he is up for five awards this year, and although he wasn't announced uh, as one of the you know the members of the first list of Grammy performers for the year. Uh, It was confirmed that he was in fact uh, scheduled to perform. However, uh, late last week, the Recording Academy uh, has pulled his performance. Of course, that was confirmed uh, by the Rappers rep, uh, citing a Radar Online uh, article saying that uh, they decided to pull him from performing, uh, not from attending, but from performing uh, due to his Concerning online behavior, of course, for the past few months, he's been going in on uh, Kim Kardashian, on her new man, Keith Davidson, on D.L. Hughley, and That's most not his recently, name. shut up, EJ, and most recently, uh, of course, Trevor Noah of The Daily Show, uh, in which he actually uh, called uh, Trevor Noah a coon, uh, actually rewriting the uh, spiritual kumbaya to say coon baya uh, after Trevor, you know, made some comments about The Daily Show and about basically about how he's scared for Kanye and his well-being, uh, so that post, of course, ultimately led to a 24-hour suspension of his Instagram account, and of course, the Recording Academy has decided to pull his performance uh, because they're concerned about what would have happened, you know, if Kanye and Trevor Noah managed to bump into each other because, you know, Trevor is actually hosting uh, the award show this year, so, um, yeah, there's that. Um, He's not banned from attending, however. Um, And we'll see, you know, whether or not he will attend. So, what do you guys think about that?
3: I think his name is Skeet Davison.
7: I think you're a child.
1: Um, I'm going to refrain from saying a lot of things about this. What I will say is that um, I don't know why people think that you can disrespect the entity of the Grammys by peeing on a Grammy on Twitter and disrespecting the host of the Grammys and then think you're going to perform there. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Uh, But outside of that, because I am a voting member of the Grammys, I will reserve the rest of my comments for myself and I just want everybody to know that I stand in support with whatever uh, the Grammys decide to do.
7: I keep on forgetting you are a voting member of the academy so never mind but um but i definitely agree with this decision um mostly because you know it's just accountability and that's something that he has lacked for quite some time you know ever since this whole situation started and you know it's getting to the point where he is starting to become a liability because if he was allowed to perform after all this who would have known what would have happened on the stage he would have use his time on stage to further, you know, harass him and her new man. He could have gone on a 40 minute rant about, you know, Donald Trump and how he should have been president. It it could have been anything that could have happened with Kanye, um, who has of course, you know, he's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And he openly admitted, you know, in interviews that he doesn't take his meds. So it's gotten to the point where he does not need an audience at this point. He needs therapy. And yes, you know, he is allowed to say whatever he wants, but that doesn't mean freedom of consequence. And this is the consequence that he's gonna have to eat up. And also too, not only the Grammys, but now, you know, people are calling for him to be pulled as a headliner of Coachella, because he, you know, he is uh, one of the headliners for Coachella, but now a change.org doc uh, petition has actually surpassed uh, 30,000 signatures demanding that He is pulled from the lineup due to, you know, his constant attacks on social media, so.
1: Now, that I will comment on. Um, I do believe that he should stay at Coachella because we go on right before Kanye. Oh, my God. And I need, I I would like this attention and this press, please. So please keep Kanye where he is. If you're not going to do Kanye, then I need a combo performance of Tory Legs and Mm Meg The Stallion. But if they not, press. let's just keep oh going. Stop being press. messy. Stop I being messy. The I'm not being messy. I need the press. Like, I need the press. That's what I need. Okay? For my line goes who- on first. I need, hey, listen, not first. Let me rephrase that because <laughs> we don't go on first. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, listen, I'm trying to tell you, nobody at quiz Entertainment is an opener. Let's keep that in mind. Uh, Ari goes on, she's co-headlining with Kanye on Sunday, on both Sundays of Coachella, and we need that exposure. We need that free press. Let's keep Kanye where he is. Let's not silence this black man, no matter how crazy, delusional, and deranged man. he will be. He still is allowed to make a living for me Thank you. I'm Quez, and I speak on behalf of myself
7: the fact that he using Kanye and his insanity to promote his artists, I love it. I love it. Jesus Christ. Alright. Cool, so. Uh,
4: again, this is a historical moment in music history. For one <laughs> time in life a black man is being criticized for not taking drugs.
7: And on that though. Listen.
3: And let that simmer. We gotta remember right. that
7: oh my god james on- could never <laughs> and on that note we're gonna get into our last music break uh and after this break we get into our last segment you know quez just came back from vegas so you know what that means he definitely went to see silk sonic as adobe live at the park mgm so he's gonna give his review on an evening with silk sonic but before that let's get into some silk sonic here's their rendition of confunctions classic Love's train right here on W.O.A.C. Radio. Yes, yes, that in, was some sonic.
3: And apparently Jesus, quest too, Jesus. To
1: stroking, that's the way you don't need no, you don't need no tickets to ride. <laughs> you,
3: you don't good. need no chicken
1: though. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. I didn't realize I was off mute. Oh, oh. Right. No, you definitely knew. You definitely knew. Oh, <laughs> man. oh God.
3: Who's out here riding a chicken?
1: Oh, my chicken?
7: God. Oh, make it stop, man. Man, hey, man hey. Instead of hey. I don't like the song no more.
3: <laughs> hey y'all i'm about to head to the store real quick anybody
7: want something sure. no you better keep your ass here ej with your childish player hey Nas. anyway that was Silk sonic with love strain uh their cover of the Function classic uh this is w-o-a-c radio and we played silk sonic because ques him being uh having a few more dollars than the rest of us here Uh, He ended up going to see silksonic during their Vegas residency and Dolby live at the park MGM this past weekend and uh, He was gracious enough to share with us his review of the show Uh, Which of course we can't see on social media legally because you know, they took the phones away But
4: what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas?
7: Apparently so (laughs) anyway Quest, How was the show my brother?
1: Let me tell y'all something. This was the greatest show I've ever seen in my life. And granted, I've seen Michael live. I've seen Prince live. I've seen Beyonce. I've seen Rihanna. This, I've seen Usher. Better than all this? Yes.
4: And Have I'm you seen to... Tony Bennett at Carnegie Hall? Shut up,
3: bitch. I've seen Tony he, Bennett. He's and clearly Rachel never been City to the screen tour. God damn it. He ain't never been uh, to the screen tour.
1: Hey, listen. First of all, boy, I don't even want you to speak during this goddamn. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, you and that bow wow shit, sit in the corner. His birthday has passed. We over that shit. Second of all, uh, we gonna give you your bow wow moment on your birthday. Okay. But right now, this is for Silk Sonic, so you can keep your Silk Sonic Bruno Mars ass hating ass right over there. Let me go ahead and run to the store quick. So. Let me tell y'all, in all honesty though, all joking aside, this was the greatest show I've ever seen in my entire life. These brothers gave us 95 minutes of singing, of real instrument playing. These brothers hit every note. So I, I kind of want to take y'all through the experience. So I was I, I was going to Vegas anyway. Uh, for work, the whispers were honored with the Presidential Medal of Freedom and the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award. And Su- absolutely, absolutely. So when Silk Sonic announced their residency, I looked at it and I said, Well, when when am I in Vegas? I gotta check my schedule. And it just so happened they were doing the show on the Friday before. So I said, that's perfect. We'll fly in Thursday night and then we'll, you know, enjoy Vegas and go to the show. So we stayed at the ARIA, which is right next door to the MGM. So literally, we were able to walk out of the room and walk to the MGM. You get there, and there's this gift shop. And they have everything you can think of at the gift shop. I'm not going to tell you how much money I spent, but I spent a lot of money in that gift shop. Just know that I came out of the concert with bags like I had been shopping at the mall, right? That's how much stuff I bought. And a uh, shout-out to Paige, because I asked everybody if they wanted anything. Paige was the only person that was bold enough to say she wants a T-shirt. So she's getting a T-shirt. I got it for her. Uh, <laughs> I'll be breaking it when I get to Detroit. Uh, but when you go in the theater, and, and mind you, y'all, don't judge me. I don't go through the front of venues. I don't go to shows that I'm not working So or I'm not backstage hanging out. So this one, I didn't have any connects, or I thought I didn't have any connects. Um, so I, I went through the whole process. When you go through the metal detectors, they wind, they you walk through a metal detector, they wind you down, they make sure you don't have any devices. They warn you ahead of time. When you buy the ticket, they send out a reminder email. There's uh, signs everywhere that says it. Then when they, when they wind you down and make sure you don't have any extra devices, they take your phone, they put it in the pouch, and it locks. And it's one of those hard pouches that locks and you can't unlock it. If you have an emergency going on during the concert, then you walk out to the lobby and it's geo you know, so once you walk past these this red line, your the case unlocks and so you can pull your phone out. But anyway, so the entire thing is an experience. The moment you walk into the parking GM, it looks like you're in the 70s. They got the green couches with the big paintings of Silk Sonic and the palm trees and Remember the wicker furniture that your grandparents had in the 70s? We all took pictures. Everybody to to pictures
7: on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's all in the lobby, right? It's amazing. Then you walk up these steps, and on the steps, there's these pictures of Silk Sonic. It's just amazing. Then you go into the theater. When you get into the theater, the best way to describe this shit, it was like Parliament Funkadelic in the 70s, the Commodores in the early 80s. And Prince, all mixed into one, is what this show was. The stage design had like all these great lights and stars and all kind of craziness. The band was half of 1500. So the group, 1500 and nothing, that's behind a lot of your favorite artists' music, they're on stage, as well as the hooligans. And then, of course, Bruno and Anderson Pack. These brothers did every song from the Silk Sonic album, plus they did some of Bruno's solo stuff, some of Anderson's solo stuff, and they did a couple of covers. Of course, they did Confunctions' Love Train, uh, which is a cover that they released on Valentine's Day. They also did Roy Ayers' Everybody Loves the Sunshine. And then the the craziest part of it all, these brothers did uh, A World of Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka and the chocolate. Is
7: that right? why he had on the wig?
1: They... So no, so that's Anderson's <laughs> thing for Silk Sonic. Like during this residency, apparently he's been wearing the wig and it works. You you have to, I can't tell you much, but you because they asked us to take a vow that we won't tell everything, um, but it, it, it goes with the show. It goes with the show and it's phenomenal. These brothers it wasn't no Pro Tools up there. Wasn't no MPCs up there. Wasn't no MacBooks up there. Uh, these brothers played every instrument live. They sung everything live. They danced their asses off. They had two, three costume changes. These boys showed out. And with them taking our phones, it brought me back to the 90s and the 80s when we didn't have phones. And. We just got to enjoy ourselves together. We talked to the people in front of us and behind us, and we just grooved out and had a good time. I mean, it was phenomenal. The vibes were through the roof. Let me tell you how good they really were, though. These goddamn boys were so good that they did the whole show, and the whole crowd forgot that they would even do leave the door open. They had said, thank you, good night, and had walked off the stage and then all of a sudden, all you heard was the bells. <laughs> and then they came out and did leave it open. I said, damn, I ain't even realize they didn't leave it open. That's how good they were. So if you guys have a chance, uh, we're going to go back to see them at the end of May on their last day. We're literally going to the last day of their residency in May to see them. Uh, we bought some cheaper tickets because we were on the third row. So we bought some cheaper tickets this time around. But if you guys have a chance, go see them. To my understanding... They are going to do um, a couple of dates uh, randomly around the United States in the fall. So y'all save up your money so you can go see them. This concert will change your life. If you love live music, if you love singing, if you love real entertaining, no lip syncing, no computers, this is the show for you. This show was absolutely phenomenal. I left with half a voice. Um, And those of y'all that know me, I've been in this industry my whole life. Nobody excites me. When I go see people, I'm like, oh, it was a good show. Like, yeah, no, no, no. This show was phenomenal, hands down. There's nobody touching Silk Sonic. Nobody. There's nobody alive today that can hang with Silk Sonic. So every award, these brothers needed. Every accolade, they deserve it. These boys did what they were supposed to do. And I loved it.
3: All
7: right, now, well, shout out to you for selling out the big bucks to see Sonic. And yeah, if you haven't done so already, definitely get your Vegas tickets. I may be getting some more money in my checks, so I'm definitely gonna try and get some tickets. If not for Vegas, then if they have a date in Detroit. And yes, Quest, shout out to you on the T-shirt. You know, it was one of the two things I asked for. The other thing was Anderson' Pack's phone number. But one out of two ain't bad. One out of two ain't bad. So thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that review. Of course, uh, make sure you check them out. An Evening with Silk Sonic at the Dolby Live inside the park, MGM, lasting all the way through the end of May. So definitely, definitely excited about that. As we are wrapping up this show, this week's episode of WOAC Radio, fellas, what are you going to be watching this weekend?
4: Hey, I'm going to rewatch. Worst roommate ever on Netflix. When I tell you, that show, uh, series, whatever they call it, is nuts. You have to watch it. Like, <laughs> it was a story of people like rooming with someone and getting killed. But nothing tops the two-part series about the serial squatter. Alright. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> This guy was like the michael jordan was squatting so you guys gotta watch worst roommate ever on netflix he's he's not not
3: talking about the the exercise he's talking about not no
4: no 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 (laughs) no i I wouldn't be talking about a man yeah Yeah,
3: that's why i want to make sure you clear that up real quick
4: oh yeah, yeah yeah thank you thank you ej all right
7: ej what you watching this weekend
3: I mean i'm behind on everything uh so i'm probably gonna be watching old episodes of um uh brilliant idiots on youtube uh and i gotta see his new episode of snowfall
7: okay 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 i'm most likely will probably be watching the equalizer um i just started that series with queen latifah leave me alone so i'm just gonna be binge watching on a uh, paramount plus probably watch some ruPaul's drag race as well in uh, some Legends of Tomorrow. Shout out to DC.
1: Plus,
7: uh, what are you watching this weekend?
1: Uh, I'm working this weekend, so I probably won't watch much. Um, but I definitely need to catch up on uh, The Secret Life of Playboy. I got two more episodes to catch up on that. Um, as well as uh, quick shout out. I just watched. Uh, Beats told me not to tell anybody this, but I will, cause we're black and we gotta be proud. Um, between last night uh in the middle of the night and this morning i just got done watching all six parts uh roots in one oh. day god damn oh, so yeah, why you putting putting yourself, all. Like, I, are you putting yourself at all
7: like why are you putting yourself into all that
3: torture bro no no no, See, it's I not torture it. that's just a lot of time and yeah. focus
1: so i started it yesterday uh while i was uh getting my hair cut and then into packing and getting ready you know to go on tour and i watched it all the way through the night i did not sleep at all last night Um, i watch Roots all the way through. Um, So this weekend, I'll probably watch Roots, The Next Generation. I got to catch up on Secret Life of Playboy, Um, as well as, if y'all haven't seen it, check out Winning Time on HBO. Um, Oh, yeah, the LA Lakers. The LA Lakers of the 80s. It's great. They're only up to episode three. We haven't even played our first game yet. Like, (laughs) we're literally still dealing with the building of the Lakers. I so imagine John The only thing the
4: I don't like moment. about that is that they don't call it Showtime. The show should have been called
1: Showtime. Well, it was supposed to be, but when it got picked up by HBO, they said you can't call it Showtime because of oh, Showtime. Okay, correct. <laughs> that's some bullshit. <laughs> so they changed it from cause that was the name of it. It was supposed to be Showtime, the uh the eighties Lakers. That was the title of it, and now it's called Winning Time. Um but it's a great it's a great show, greatly done, greatly written, greatly cast. It's phenomenal. So y'all check that out too. And I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm caught up on that, so I'm just looking forward to the next episode on Sunday.
4: Quiz, you just summons uh, Jr. Mistakenly. Whenever you say like Lakers or Chuck Taylors or something West close, you know Jr. Is gonna come up. <laughs> Did he just go back down? Oh,
7: gosh. <laughs> All right, Kev, oh, are you still there. Are you gonna watch something, Kev, this weekend, or are you working? I didn't
10: go back. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, put me
4: I'm back the, down. I'm gonna watch the um. I'm gonna watch the What's Going Down episode of that's my mama.
3: Yeah, you gotta watch your wife. Not
7: that's my mama. Hello, Kev.
3: No, that's the
4: Randy Watson yeah. episode. Yeah, the
7: What's
4: Going Down episode nah um i'm gonna be working this weekend so i probably won't watch much of anything but if i do watch something it's really time for up on snow wall so i'll probably be watching that
7: hello all right and then of course we have a uh, just coming up here jr kevin's baby boy what's going on jr
10: what's going on um so i was just gonna say the only reason that they couldn't call the show to- Showtime is because the I think Jerry Bus or the Bus Foundation um, has a patent on the phrase Showtime, and they're doing their own um, docu series on Amazon. I want to think it. I want to say it is uh, next year um, that chronicles the building and uh, past. I think 20 years. Um, uh, I think it's. The building and the Shaq and Kobe era of the Lakers. Um, so, yeah. Um, But, yeah, um, I'm loving winning time. I need to catch up on snowfall. And right now I'm watching Top Boy. Shout out to Top Boy. If you're not watching Top Boy, watch Top Boy.
3: Pip-pip cheerio.
7: All right, for sure, for sure. And then, of course, a couple other things before we wrap up. And shout-out to JR. Thank you so much for chiming in. Uh, But, yeah, they actually just announced uh, Versus. uh, They actually announced uh, that they have a new lineup of uh, specials that they're going to have. And, of course, that's normally airing, you know, Triller on Instagram, what have you. Uh, So the next one they're going to have is actually going to be on April 17th. And it's going to be a gospel Easter special, and it's going to be Compton versus Detroit, Mary Mary versus BB and CC Winans. What do y'all
1: think about that one?
3: No bad. I pressed the roll button.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not sure who asked for that. Like, was anybody? Is anybody anticipating that versus?
7: I was anticipating BB and.
1: I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it. I thought the
3: last time they did a gospel one was really dope. Um so I'm not Oh yeah, that, ex-
1: that Kirk versus Fred was was, insane.
3: It was really good. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I like I don't I don't think I was looking Mary Mary, I love the bb and CC I love too. I don't know if I would really pit them against each other like that's not really a good match to me. But I, I get mean, it is the sibling thing so I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like sibling rivalry so i'll take that but yeah it's like i wouldn't that's not a versus i would want i would have probably did something like uh the bb and cc versus karen and dorinda yeah versus the clark sisters that's
3: what they would have to do the whole clark sisters versus the whole Winans, because i feel like if you just take two it's like you're not getting the real essence of the clark sisters yeah I mean, you
1: are because Karen has some solo hits and Dorinda has some solo hits.
3: So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because whenever Bomb and Gilead come on, I-, I don't care what else get played. I'm voting for it.
1: Hey, Overall. EJ, funny story. Yeah. Quick funny story, y'all. I was singing that song on a plane years ago and I got kicked off the plane. They didn't understand that I was saying
3: Bomb. Oh, Morris. my God. Bomb. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. You are Swear so ridiculous. Bomb, 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 bomb,
3: bomb, 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 <fact> bomb, bomb
1: it's a true story He's a, Like Christ. i'm not making this up it really happened and just for the record it was a continental airlines flight it wasn't uh my beloved delta it was continental who doesn't exist mm. anymore but yeah they kicked me I, off I, the flight because they thought i was saying bomb
3: i'm imagining you saying there's a bomb and then you're just like oh, 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 oh. they're just like oh my god get him over here get him out of here <laughs> <laughs>
7: Jesus Christ, I think it's definitely time to get up out of here. Um, And of course, you know, thank you so much for uh, tuning in with us. And make sure you check out the WOAC radio podcast. It is available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts, most likely we will be there. Oh, and shout out to Shaka Khan, too. Today's her birthday today. You know, happy birthday to Shaka Khan, 69 years. Happy
3: birthday, baby. I'll see you uh, when I get home
7: ej stop it (laughs) anyway really um,
4: shout out out to her daughter malini have a great show tonight celebrating mommy bird
7: absolutely yeah they're actually performing uh in la tonight you know shaka and her daughter so definitely looking forward to seeing the highlights from that um and of course at
1: the at the catalina jazz bar and grill yes yes so shout out to shaka khan
7: 69 and fine i know that's right um but anyway thank you so much for tuning in uh make sure you keep it locked in with us uh wac radio wherever you listen to your podcast uh make sure you check us out on clubhouse at the original album club and of course you know make sure you tune in with us because we have some great episodes on the way um some special guests may be coming through you never know who's going to stop by
1: well we can confirm next week's guest we can announce that one
7: yes we can confirm next week's guest next week we'll be joined by singer jackie mcgee yes miss May- oh, so yes she's going to be joining us she was just confirmed uh definitely looking forward to chopping it up with her uh the female voice of the most iconic love ballad of the new jack swing era and probably one of the greatest love ballads of all time let's let's keep it a buck here so definitely looking forward to having miss jackie mcgee uh joining us for woac radio and of course our live taping every wednesday at 7 p.m eastern standard time make sure you keep it locked here with us on clubhouse and on wherever you get your podcasts so um until next time y'all Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, we'll see you
8: next time.